Welcome back to the Final Shot Podcast. Today, the podcast is brought to you by On It. If you're not on it, get on it at onit.com forward slash TFS podcast and save 10% on your purchase. Get some alpha brain, shroom tech sport, shroom tech immune, creatine, battle robes, kettlebells. It doesn't matter if you want it, on it's got it. Get it at onit.com forward slash TFS podcast. We're also brought to you by USG Canada. Hit up my boy Howie at USG Canada and get some of the best walkout gear, best gloves, best training equipment money can buy. Uh, hit him up. It's Howie at USGCanada.com. Tell him I sent you and you'll save 15% on your purchase. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is an undefeated heavyweight professional boxer. He is the current reigning Canadian heavyweight champion. It's Alexi Barriere. I butchered your name, but you can say it properly if you that was want. Good. <laughs> but, oh, that was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. All right. How's it going? Yeah, man? yeah, that was good. I'm doing good. How about you? Um, I'm excited to talk to you. I wanted to talk to you a couple of years back when you were on the Canadian national team, teammates with uh, Brian Caldwell. He used to talk about you a lot. You uh, you competed in the super heavyweight division. Exactly. Yeah. Um, how was your experience on the Canadian national team? Um, at the beginning, it was good. At the end, it got a little bit rock and roll. But I mean, uh, it was the like the uh, me and Brian went on the first year that they decided to centralize the the team. Yeah. So there was a lot of missing parts and uh, missing coaches. But I think right now it's getting a little bit better. But I mean, I'm not in it right now, so I can't tell you very much. But at the time, it was a little bit uh, bumpy roads. Yeah. Do you still talk to any of the the people that are currently on the Canadian team? Uh, Wyatt Sanford. Okay, yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I talked to Brian a little bit, but uh, Ryan and I go sometimes do uh, some sparring with uh, uh, Jerome. He's the uh, the the current heavyweight there. Wyatt Sanford. I I believe Brian Caldwell used to call him the Muppet. Yeah, exactly the Muppet. That's good. <laughs> And uh, Caldwell's on the national team still or no? No, no, I don't think so. I think he's back in, in BC right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping Brian decides he's going to turn pro here. He's about 44 years old, so I'd like to see him make some money. Oh, yeah, and he and he would do good in the pros because he has a lot of power in his hands, so he could do a, a, a great show for real. Yeah, I'd love to see him turn pro and get some get paid for getting punched in the face because it hurts my feelings that he's been getting hit all this time for nothing. Exactly. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> so you just recently kind of turned pro in the last couple of years. What pushed you to to become a professional and not stay in the amateur ranks anymore? Uh, well, I got off the national team and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, the 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 the. The natural part is I always wanted to go pro, actually. I just wanted to stay as long as possible amateur to get uh, the more experience and fight like big guys with a lot of amateur fights. And uh, COVID happened, so I decided to go pro with my team and uh, Yvon Michel. So I was lucky during the, the COVID, I had like six fights in the first year. Okay, so right now you're signed to, to Yvon Michel. And New Era, yeah. Okay, so that's a that's a co-promotion kind of thing. Uh, well, actually, I'm signed with New Era Management, but but he's really with Yvonne Michel, so it's like a yeah co-promotion. You could say that, yeah. Because New Era is that's um, what's his name? Damn it, I forgot. Jan Pellerin. Yeah, Jan Pellerin. I, I like that guy. Yeah, I, I apologize yeah. to him that I just forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. 
he's a he's an older guy too like he's not young and he's he's still out there doing the damn thing so uh, yeah I, I like that he's got his promotion going too it's really good for canadian boxing exactly that's what he wants too he wants to do local fights you know bring uh you know uh, the the past years uh the big promoters took people from other countries to bring him here and make them go pro but all of the good guys that box here that are from here in canada uh missing chances because of that exactly yeah. and the past two two three years has been tough to get fights so it's it's good that you're signed to a canadian promotion that's been able to get you fights exactly yeah very tough and you kind of turned pro at the beginning of COVID. I'm, I'm guessing it hasn't been very long, but you've been able to amass seven fights. Yeah. They, 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 uh, I, I got two fights in the, the USA, uh, one fight in the USA. So they, during the, the COVID, they, they put time and money to make me fight. So that helped a lot too. Well, going off of kind of what I see on their Instagram and, and the, the social media, you're kind of the face of what's going on with that new era promotion right now. Yeah, exactly. And you're better looking than I am. So that's fine. I'm going to get <laughs> you're bilingual, which is awesome because anytime I try to bring a French guy on here, I got to get a translator. Cause I don't understand a word that French people are saying. Oh, it's a tough language to learn to understand too. Yeah. And uh, you're a belt holder. You're a Canadian ch heavyweight champion right now, which is yeah. awesome. And I, I really like that Canada has titles, but it really me makes too. me angry that they're not held in higher regard than they are. It, it used to be, but right now it's kind of a forgotten belt, to be honest. And, uh, you know, we're trying to put it back on the map a little bit slowly, but, you know, well, fight by fight. Yeah. In your memory, who was the, the last great Canadian heavyweight champion? You know, I think the, the the last one that had it in my weight was Patrick Lerue. He was a, a French guy, a big dude, but he, you know, he wasn't the best boxer, but he was a nice boxer to see fight. So you're holding the the NCC title. Yeah, exactly. Which is the premier heavyweight championship in Canada. It's been held by Dylan Carmen, Eric Martel, who I really like that guy. Yeah, I like I like Martel. He's tough, man. Mm -hmm. He's he still plays hockey and beats the crap out of people. Yeah, great great friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really I'd love to talk to him. I don't know if he speaks English though. Uh, I think he's not that bad. Yeah, he just run. He just ran uh, for a good foundation. I think it's sixty eight uh, kilos for like uh, a straight. It took him like thirteen hours to do. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. That's yeah, yeah. an animal. Yeah. Legitimate animal. Yeah, and that leap, yeah, really, yeah. So now that you hold the Canadian title, obviously, you're. I I believe you're going to be the guy that wants to defend it. Of course, you you don't want to sit for a year and not defend the title and have to give it back, and then somebody else goes and wins it. That just seems silly. No, no. Yeah, um, I want to keep it. I have it. <laughs> yeah, you might as well keep it, right? Um, so we talked the other day and you said that your title isn't on the line for this fight and we haven't discussed the fight yet, but let's talk about the title. Yeah. Um, it hurts my feelings that it's not being defended because I see <laughs> another title that's going to be up for grabs on that card and it's not in the main event. Yeah. Um, that boggles my mind a little bit that you have a main event fight two heavyweights that are at, at the top of the rankings in Canada 
and we're not putting the Canadian title on the line. Yeah, I don't even know why. Uh, I asked for a reason, and I, I haven't received it yet. So when I went to the press conference, I I had my belt, and he said, no, no, the, 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 the belt is not even on the line. I was like, what? I had no idea. Yeah. No, you, you should carry that title to the ring and win, lose, or draw. Have that damn thing in the ring when you're done. Yeah. I'm thinking that's what I'm going to do for real. Yeah. I think I believe you're a stand up guy just by the conversations that we've had so far. And I think if you lose, you'll go over and raise the guy's hand. You can't give him the belt, obviously, but the belt's not on the line. But you'll be classy in defeat and classy in victory. Of course. Yeah. And, and it's a and fight, you know. If we get a raw decision in Quebec, I don't think this fight's ever going to go to a decision anyway. Would I think you'd be the guy that would go shake your opponent's hand and, and whisper in his ear, hey, man, you won that fight. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I To be honest, if it goes the length, it, the, the eight rounds, I don't really see Braidwood winning if it goes to decision. You know, if we get there, but I mean, hey, I, I'm a stand-up guy, and I just want I just want to fight. So you know, the, the the winner is the best opponent, and you know, the winner deserves to win no matter what. So you brought your opponent's name up already. So no, it's November fifth. The fight in Quebec is yep. it November fifth? I'm not lying, right? No, uh, yeah, that's it. November fifth. You're gonna go up against the boogeyman, and you called him out. Yeah, I I wanted that fight exactly. Now, what would possess you to want that fight? Um, you know, I wanted because I thought I was going to defend my belt, obviously. So I wanted to st uh, be in uh, in the country, and I wanted somebody that you know the Quebec fans love too, not somebody that nobody heard of, and it's going to be an easy fight. And for me, I wanted somebody that was going to put my life in danger and test me for real, you know, to to go after that in the higher ranks and get a lot of experience in one fight. And the perfect guy in my head was Braidwood. You know, I, I watched his whole career. I know him very well because of Brian, and he's 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 a monster. He's really strong, and, you know, it's going to be a great fight for the fans, for sure. Yeah, he's a, he's a problem, that's for sure. He's got power yeah. on both hands. He's a big exactly. dude, and uh, he doesn't really give a fuck. Exactly, yeah. He has the biggest heart I've seen in a long time in boxers. No matter what happens, he's there and he's going to go down dirty, but he's going to go down for for a fight, yeah. So when you sit back, and he's probably going to listen to this and yell at me, but when you sit back and you look at, uh, at this fight, you've got a guy that's been really active in the last couple of years, seven fights, undefeated, Canadian champion. And then he's going to go up against an inactive fighter who hasn't fought in probably three years. Yeah, 2009 uh, is last fight. Realistically, this is a thankless fight for you. If you win, I mean, you get bragging rights. It's not going to bump you up. Uh, if you lose, it, it's not good. No, it's not good. Yeah, exactly. The risk is is big. Yeah. like Risk, risk to yeah. reward here. Um, it's great that you get to run around and say, Hey, I knocked out Adam Braidwood, but realistically, where does that bump you up? It, it, uh, well, actually, uh, now with the, the the rankings, even if he's an active fighter, all the points he has is good for me, too. So it's going to bump me up in the rankings a lot. Okay. Yeah, okay. even if he's inactive, you, you know, he doesn't have a ranking, but he has points because he has 16 fights. Okay, I I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rankings in Canada—it's silly to me. It's mathematics. 
Yeah, it's points. (laughs) Let's be real. We got some guys that are in the top five that are two and four. Yeah, like I know. How dumb is that? I know. I don't know. You listen. uh, (laughs) So yeah, the the choice was easy because I didn't want to bring a fight that everybody's going to say, okay, it's a final, but he's going to pass him in two rounds, and we all know who the winner is because now it's an exciting fight and. Even though I'm the better boxer, in like in boxing, boxing, I have a big monster in front of me that could knock me out at any moment in the fight. So that's really exciting for me too because you know that puts the pressure and the danger and everything in that fight higher up. Yeah, it, realistically, all all the pressure's on you. He's just got to show up and throw down. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I respect it, man. I like it. And I can't wait for the fight. Um, it, it's going to be a good one. You guys are both around the six foot four, six foot five mark. Um, yep. Stature wise, I think Adam might be a little bit bigger. I, I'm not too sure. You, you're a big. Yeah, dude. he's a big guy. Yeah, 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 but he's he's a big muscly guy. Yeah, yeah he's a he's an animal, dude. He's yeah. <laughs> a former CFL football player. They call him the boogeyman for a reason. But uh, I'll give you credit. You're gonna show up and you're gonna do work with them, and you'll yeah. well, you'll end up fighting them, and you'll have a lifelong friend after that. Anyway, he's a super nice guy. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, were you in contact with with Caldwell about this fight at all? Actually, no. He hasn't uh, talked to me since the fight was announced and everything. I think he's trying to be like uh, in the, you know, not in the, in, but he's closer than. Yeah, exactly. He's closer to. Uh, to braid within me because he lives there right so he trains with the guy but uh i didn't see him for a couple of years but we stayed in contact but since then it's dead dead silence yeah dead silence no hey, call well. yeah all <laughs> well the defector that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are you guys are former training partners and, and teammates on the national team exactly now he's yeah. he's partners with braidwood over there at the stage boxing so I would guess it might put him in a bit of a funny position, but maybe he's given Adam little tips and tricks how to how to smack you around. Uh, well, I mean, he could, but I mean, the the, the boxer I was on the national team and the boxer I am today is really, really clo- far apart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, amateur boxing and and professional boxing, they're not even the same. Thing. No, exactly. Yeah. It's funny when like I I I would guess the amateur pedigree would help with the with ring time. But to just jump into a professional fight from being an amateur boxer, you're kind of a fish out of water. It's totally different. Totally different. The only thing that helps you is uh, the amount of fights you have is the amount of different styles and techniques you saw and you've been in front of. So that helps you for the fight. But either uh, except that, it's totally, totally different. Yeah. So was there a big transition period for you to go from amateur to pro? Actually, yeah, because amateur, I was always faster and I was better uh, because I had a lot of movement. So I never thought about hitting strong or power shots or trying to to hurt the opponent. I just wanted to win. So touch and not get touched. But now pro, it's completely different. You got to hurt him. You got to you got to be respected for your shots. And so I learned to sit down and, you know, show power shots and be stronger in the gym and in boxing. So, yeah, it was a. Uh, um, a big transition, but now I'm in love with the sport even more. Yeah. Well, it's a different cardio too, right? Especially when guys are blasting back at you. Defensive cardio is tough. And yeah, oh, of when course. You're, yeah. When you're starting to throw bombs at guys, you're going to gas out pretty quick if you're not used to it. 
Exactly. Especially us big guys, you know, We're, there's a lot of oxygen that needs to go in those muscles. So if you do like a three rounds and try to punch your hardest, you're going to be dead for the last five after that. Yeah. Well, there's, there's guys in Canada that are, that are really good at it. Uh, Simon Keen is actually one of them. Um, yeah. He just kind of touches you until he sees an opening and then he'll hammer you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he, he's a gr great boxer. He's one of my uh, closest bearing partners right now at the moment. He's hilarious too. Yeah, he's he's a funny guy. I had him on the show and he had a mullet and we made such a big deal out of his mullet. <laughs> <laughs> he still has a mullet actually. He's even longer than before. Oh, I like Simon. Um we kind of went at it a little bit when Braidwood fought Simon. Yeah. But uh all in trying to make the biggest Canadian heavyweight fight we've ever seen, which I think we were successful yeah. in doing. Holy shit. Yes. That was a huge event yeah it was huge and it was fun to be able to to be able to watch the antics and the the stuff that went on at the press conferences yeah. um unfortunately adam didn't win that fight but at the end of the day it, it'll go down as a canadian classic even just the the lead up to everybody saw it yeah everybody saw it it was huge yeah. so i wish we had a little bit more time to do this one and we could have maybe made it a little bit bigger than it's going to be. We'd get a title on the line, get that kind of stuff. Yeah, is, exactly. Realistically, this is one of the bigger Canadian heavyweight fights that we can have right now. Yeah. It, well, actually pretty is. Cause uh, you know, Simon just signed the two fight deal with top rank. So he's out of there. He's not with, I have a tiger. Well, he's co-promotion with, I have a tiger, but he's going to go fight in the States for his last two fights. And I think he'll probably retire after that. So Simon will. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's gonna try to do one big money fight. Yeah, you know, to get to get paid for what he did he did all these years and and retire after that. If I was him, that's what I would do. How old is Simon now? I think he's thirty three or thirty four. But you know, with all the yeah, but with all the the the, the fights he had, the punches, the punches to the head, and everything. I mean, he's a big guy that got punched a lot. He has a lot of a big amateur career and a pro too. So at one point you need to think about your health. Well, I believe he have, does he have his own business? Uh, he's starting to have one. Yeah. And I think he's uh, going to do a construction business or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's not a dummy. He's got a fallback plan and no. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bright guy. He's a really bright guy. He doesn't look like it. I'll be honest. He can get mad at me. He, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he, I think <laughs> he's a little bit, uh, socially awkward so you know people, yeah. he, he uh and he he's not good with people but he's a he's a big teddy bear and uh yeah he's pretty bright he just doesn't make the right decisions all the time but you know <laughs> i hope to meet him in person one day because we had a good time talking and we we've had a, a fun couple of years uh yeah least, but uh he seems like a fantastic human being and I, really I, is yeah i wish the best for him when he goes over to the states and i hope he wins and retires on top and can get the heck yeah out of exactly that's what i hope too so alexi i haven't talked about boxing for a really long time you're my first boxing guy back on i've been talking a lot of politics um as of late because everything that happens in canada kind of drives me nuts at this point but uh <laughs> i'm glad it's, i'm glad it's you that can kick back off the boxing yeah the because you're you're fighting one of my buddies and uh it's gonna be a a big fight so where will people be able to watch this fight um i right now i think he's uh in between two uh 
TV companies. Okay. It's our either RDS or TVA that's going to buy the show and uh, they're going to do a pay-per-view okay. or it's going to be free. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, for sure it's going to be uh, streaming and on, uh, on film. So that's for sure. Live. Okay. Yeah. So TVA sports like on regular cable or yeah. you the app. Okay. Yawn. If you're going to put it on TVA, give me at least 48 hours notice so I can add it to my damn thing so I can watch it. Yeah, of course. I'll post it too. So I'll get everybody post it. Because I had TVA Sports for the longest time to be able to watch Simon. And now there's nothing on there for me to watch. And I don't understand what anybody's saying. So I took it off. <laughs> Completely understand. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the sport of boxing a little bit. I still do watch it, um, but I don't watch decisions anymore. Uh, I turn the yeah. TV off when the judge is going to read the decision, and it really drives me nuts that I have to do that. Um, boxing is a fantastic sport. I love it. I love watching it. But I really want to see the proper guy win the fight. Me too, actually, yeah. I think it's it's gone further and further when the years go by. You know, you already know who, who the guy is going to win no matter what if there's a knockout. Maybe not, but decision wise, yeah. So, it, like, um, recently I just watched Ryan Ford fight in Germany, and yeah. um, he beat the wheels off the guy. It wasn't even close. It wasn't a close fight, and he lost a decision. In in this guy's, I'm I'm gonna say home country because I don't actually know where he's from, but to to sit back and watch a guy that I've known for 20 years, who's competed in over he's got to be getting close to 60 fights through, through everything. Get yeah, a decision in, in a foreign country. It sucks. It sucks to watch. Like I turned the, oh, I turned it off. Really the decision was right. I knew he was going to lose. And you know, the, the hardest part is when it, Ryan, he, he, he doesn't have, he's not 25 years old anymore. So he puts all <laughs> the time in training and then working. He has a family, he has kids and all the, the, you know, a training camp is hard on your body it hurts you're gonna go fight and you, you you give everything you think you win and you lose it's the worst feeling i think for anybody but especially when you're at the end of your career and you're like oh i won that fight and you lose it's the worst worst feeling well ryan ford is going to go down as a true canadian legend in combat sports i don't know of course he does it at 40 years old him and i are the same age we have very close birthdays we're both 40 if i hit a bag for a week straight I'm sitting on the couch. I can't. I can't do it no more. Oh man, yeah, the recovery and everything is sparring, and you know it's hard. Man. I couldn't imagine getting punched in the face anymore. Sure. Yeah, especially the more you get older, the less you can take them too. Usually, well, it's usually how it works. Like you've been cracked in the head twenty thousand times. It's only going to take one to I mean, yeah. some damage, right? Like you're a young guy. Exactly. What are you? Twenty five, twenty seven years old. Yeah, I'm 27. Yeah, exactly. 27. Young guy, you got a whole career set ahead of you, but you've also had a million fights already. Yeah, I got 80, uh, 80 something amateur fights, yeah. but I never got a, a knocked out. Never got an eight count in my whole career. So you're clean. Yeah, never, never, never got flashed. Put a knee down, whatever. Oh, yeah, not, nothing in sparring either. No, no. I, you know, I got big shots, but never like, oh, well, I almost got knocked out. Never. Well, we're from different eras of combat sports, right? So like back, yeah. when, back when I was training, we were, <laughs> we were trying to take exactly. Well, you know, I, I was lucky because here in Montreal, 
we have great super heavyweight boxers. So all my uh, amateur in right now, too, professional, you know, I have Aslambic Magmudov, I have Oscar Rivas, I have Simon King. So to be able to develop my defensive skills with those guys helped me a lot during my career, too. And right now, Well, you're, okay, so you're telling me you're jumping in the ring with Arsene Beck-Makmodov? That guy's an animal. Yeah, he is. He's really, really strong. Really, really powerful puncher. <laughs> When I watch him on TV, he looks kind of awkward a little bit until he goes. You know, uh, he he's so strong and so big that he only relies on that. I mean, that's his biggest flaw, I think. Because okay. sometimes he, he, you know, he he just fought uh, Takam, and Takam's an older guy. He's 40, yeah. and he only had a three-week uh, training camp, and he did a really close fight with him, and he it went to the distance. And it was the first time for him, for Aslanbek, to go to the distance, and he couldn't uh, adjust in the rounds. So that's where we saw his flaws, and nobody wanted to fight him. But now after that fight, I think people are going to come forward and be like, okay, yeah, I'll fight him because well, they know – Yeah, yeah. Well, the best bet is to take him out now. Well, he's not used to that different style of competition because once he goes exactly. to America, it's a whole different world of boxing over there. Like, yeah. you're going to run into a guy that's 14 and three, and he's going to take your friggin' head off. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. He has nothing to lose. <laughs> you know, he's coming here to, Training to eat you. Training, right? Like, the, 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 the availability of better sparring partners, better coaches, Uh, exactly the yeah. environment makes the whole world a difference when you've got when you've got somebody that's athletic like if we sent you over to vegas for two years you'd come back a different guy of course yeah totally yeah different guy better boxer more well-rounded it's just yeah. the reality of the situation um i think they might just, be moving arsenal back a little fast with this world title talk and stuff like that hey man like let's make, let's make some top 10 guys first i think they just had a reality check with that fight Yeah. To, to see like okay let's go back to the drawing board adjust more technical more you know but uh yeah it, i just came back actually from boston uh, last week i spent the weekend there to do some sparring with the guys okay. you know we went to providence with some big big guys uh he, another guy sean bay his name is seven and oh seven ko yeah. and uh did the whole weekend of sparing there went really well but the experience they have it's crazy you know the guys have The, the 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 ability of sparing they have that we don't have you know yeah so that that helps a lot too yeah so you know firsthand it's a whole different world over there i'm not lying no 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 really yeah 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 and people you know they sometimes they don't have we're lucky here because if we have a, a good contract and you do the right things and sponsors you go a long way and you can do this full time like i do but them back there he, the guy is seven and oh seven ko he's an iron worker he works 10 hours a day he goes to the gym after that and he you know kicks some ass so uh the reality is that the guys are tougher there too yeah well if he's an iron worker he's stronger than all heck too oh he's a big guy he was he's mm -hmm. six six long arms power puncher it was really really good for for me that's bearing yeah Uh, I'm glad that you're going over and getting some different looks too, because a lot of times fighters will get into the same groove over and over and over again. Same guys, same yeah. is same thing, and eventually it comes back to bite them in the ass, right? Of course, yeah, because when you're even the the coaches, when you you're you're with the same same coach, you look at a problem face like here. When there's a lot of people around you that looks, they could see the, you know, uh, the further away that helps a lot. Yeah. Well. 
I'm I'm glad it's happening. I just got a message from the boogeyman right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 he want he wanted to know when you were on the podcast. I said now. Now. <laughs> um. So you guys just had the press conference go on over there, and uh, it looked like you were a little disappointed. Adam didn't show up. Well, because actually, uh, Jan told me that he was going to be coming here. You know. So I wanted, of course, I wanted, and for for the, the 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 fans and everybody that wants, he would have liked the first face off to be there, you know. Yeah. And it, you know, I know I know how he is. I see him through the years, like how he trash talks, and he's the big guy, and he's coming yeah. here, to, you know. And I just want him to to be there and and do it live. But I I I understand, you know, Vancouver's is far away bc is far away so yeah. coming here missing training i i completely understand actually i would have done the same thing well he's not stupid either right he knows he's good he's walking into into the wrong end of town and he's got to come out with his hand raised so yeah exactly you know you're you're not a small guy you're not an undersized heavyweight you're not mexican and no disrespect to the mexican heavyweights but there is actually no mexican heavyweights they're all like 175 168 yeah um, with a couple of donuts in it. Yeah, the, <laughs> I don't want to shit talk them because they they show up to some of the sometimes they show yeah. up to fight. Um, when exactly. you get the lighter weight classes, they do they show up to fight. Oh, and they're tough. Huh. They don't go down easy. Yeah. So I scrolled through your box rec today, seven and zero. Oh. Um, yeah. Hands down, your toughest opponent was your last fight, a Bokum Bakbe. Yeah. Um, older fella, I think he's in his forties, but uh, he can go. He hits hard. He's a, he's a big dude. Um, coming up from cruiserweight, though, I know he has a hard time keeping the heavyweight weight on. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts of uh, getting in the ring with him? Uh, he was an awkward fighter, but, um, you know, I, uh, I started strong, so I broke him down to the body too quickly. So I, after the second round, he was pushing his punches. He wasn't – he didn't have the snap, so I completely just went in the inside and tried to, to knock him out as quickly as possible, yeah. And what round did you get him out of there in? Uh, fourth round, yeah. Fourth round? Oh, you got a little yeah. bit of time then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was good. Well, I like I like Vulcan. He's a nice guy. <laughs> he really is, actually. Yeah, he, after that, we had a good chat and everything. You know, he, he tried to do a little trash talk and be a – He's not built. Yeah, to, to – No, I mean, you know, and, and the, it, it might work with some guys, but, you know, me uh, – I don't really care about it. I just want to fight, you yeah. know, the, the, my Instagram and stuff like that. I wouldn't even use it, but for the sponsors and I have to do it. So I get the idea, but I just want to fight. I want to train my ass off, get in the ring. And my reward is to fight. You know? now, unfortunately in today's day and age, you have to use social media. Uh, yeah. We if do. you weren't on it, I wouldn't have got a hold of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> Like you're gonna you're gonna get fans from just posting sparring stuff or training training videos and yeah people like that. Stuff. Like yeah. if you got a girlfriend, just have her follow you around and videotape some cool stuff and then post it. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah, is that what you do? I try to. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I just don't think about. It. I go to the gym and yeah, I I kill myself and I I do like I give three hundred percent. I'm dead after that. The, the last thing I'm thinking is like ah. Oh, take a story, do something, you know? So I'm getting better at it, you know, the the more it goes with my career because I know I have to and sponsors ask me to do it, so. 
the last thing on anybody's mind if they're going to go get into a physical altercation with another trained human being should be taking a video of what you're doing and posting it on the internet <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> that that's i mean that's why we used to have news cameras and stuff like that at gyms and, and reporters they would show up and and do the work for you but now you got to do it yourself yourself yeah exactly it is what it is you can have fun with it or you can make it a job yeah, the, I'm I'm getting better, you know. And the the more the years go, the more uh, the career's coming up, and the, getting more followers. And you know, thanks to Braidwoods, because since it's trash talking, my followers went through the roof. So I mean, thank you. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're getting in the ring with Braidwood, he will say some stuff. And yeah, uh, of course, yeah, they're gonna follow you just because you're fighting them, right? And exactly, that's a good thing. Uh, if he can, before he gets out of the game, if he can help out some of these younger guys that are coming up, it'd be fantastic. And even maybe open up a business where he could teach some of these guys how to use, use these tools that the internet gives us. Cause he's yeah. fairly successful at it. He's really good actually. Yeah. I, I follow him through the years and you know, he's, it's natural for him. You know? Yeah. It's very, he's very good on camera. He, the guy probably should have his own TV show at some point, but yeah, that was, <laughs> I would watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you're when you're watching boxing and you just want to sit down and you you want to watch a fight, who's the guy that you're watching? Um, you know, one of my favorite boxers right now is Usyk. Yeah. You no, know, he's a southpaw. He's a fast guy, and he went up to cruiser, yeah, cruiser to go heavyweight, and he just defeated Anthony Joshua two times. So I really liked him really really much. Uh, him, you know. Uh, there's another one that I I love or Ortiz, but he's he's done now. But I mean, I love to watch him fight. He's 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 too old now, and his chin is literally glass. But he was a great boxer. Yeah, Luis Ortiz is he's fun to watch too because he get hit. Yeah. Oh fuck, he did. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Um, yeah. The guys, I, I like watching that Andy Ruiz guy. He's a good. He's really he, he's short and he has a lot of trouble cutting the distance. But when he's close, man, his hands are fast and they look strong too. Yeah, I have never seen a big man be able to pump punches out like he does. Yeah, but he is something of yeah. Even even being like his the last fight he showed up and he was in significantly better shape than he's ever been in his career. Yeah, leaner but a lot. Yeah, the first uh, Anthony Joshua fight, I was like, "Oh my god, this guy's gonna." Who is up. that? Yeah, yeah, me too. Everybody said that, right? Yeah. I mean, somebody who bought who bet money on that fight for him to knock Anthony Joshua made a lot of money that night. Yeah, right. So uh, yeah. Tyson Fury has been going through a, a laundry list of opponents that he wants to fight, and he's looking yeah. to get back in the ring. I was hoping he'd just retire, but. <laughs> You know they they got trouble. Yeah, you know I think when once you're at top and you want to retire, you're like, okay, I'm done. But when like a, a month goes by, two months, three months, you kind of miss it. You know that feeling of getting back in the ring it makes you feel alive all the time. You know on your nerves and the exciting part, the stress, everything. It's it's a drug actually. Yeah. Who realistically can beat Tyson Fury? I have no idea. Uh, I mean, the only guy I could see him beat is Wilder because he's strong enough to knock him out. Yeah, because he he he's he, he's a lot. He's not a good boxer, but he's so strong he could knock him out. That's the only guy I could see. 
You know, Usyk's gonna he's too short, he's not strong enough. Anthony Joshua, well, he's done. I mean, he like he's gonna he's gonna try, he's gonna do good, but he's gonna get knocked out. And I mean I don't see anybody beating him. I don't think there's anybody that can beat him. I think he's gonna go down as probably top five greatest heavyweights of all time. Yeah, he deserves it too. Yeah. Now, if we could put George Foreman in a time machine and get him to be like thirty years thirty years old again. Yeah, that would be a one hell of a fight. Yeah, yeah. Did do you ever watch any old school fights? Uh, I used to. Uh, it's been a while now, but yeah, I used to a lot. Yeah. The, was, is there an old school fighter that you ever looked up to or emulated? Uh, Lennox Lewis actually is my favorite fighter. Like, yeah. uh, like I'm too. Yeah, old. I'm too old for that. Like, he's not old school to me. <laughs> he, that's not old school for me. It's old school. I mean, yeah, I used to watch him a lot. Yeah. Lennox Lewis is a great champion. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, there, there was a rumor that he wanted to come back and do some kind of fight with somebody. Uh, it was when uh, Tyson fought the Roy Jones. He was talking about coming back. But, I mean, you, you need to stop when you're that age. Yeah. We need to stop this whole thing that's going on. Yeah. Paul uh, uh, Brothers brought in yeah. this ridiculous thing. Uh, like, hey, that's fine. You want to make money? Go fight your YouTube guys over here. But like, let's stop. Yeah, let's stop beating up forty-year-old guys that are two weight classes below you. They turned boxing in sort of a made-up wrestling match. That's what they're doing. You know, the WrestleMania and everything like that. The the, the excitement, the people going crazy, and yeah. you know, it's already it's all fake. But everybody goes. That's what that's what they're they're turning boxing into, and it's gross, actually. Yeah, it sucks. Exactly what it is because Logan Paul is now in the WWE. I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. Like I'll give Jake Paul a little bit of credit. He did fight some guys like Ben Askren. That wasn't a fight. Um, Tyron Woodley, realistically, he's been done for three years. Um, he the Jake Paul's got a set of nuts on him. He's going to fight Anderson Silva. That's a problem. That that is a problem, actually. Yeah, I think Anderson's probably going to get him out of there fairly quick. Anderson Silva's too damn good, and he's awkward. He's off tempo. Fighting a guy that's awkward like that, off tempo is the, it's the it's the hardest fight to to fight, especially when you're used to to sparring guys that have the main you know fast and quick. Anderson Silva's going to come at you all the way back, you know, weirdly, and that's dangerous. Yeah. Listen, if Jake Paul can get through Anderson Silva, the next guy that needs to go after him is Vitor Belfort. Oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. We're oh, talking yeah. TRT Vitor. No, dr- no drug. Yeah. He's got the fastest hands I've ever seen in my life. He's going to come crazy. He's going to drool. <laughs> now, I was upset with Vitor when he fought Evander Holyfield because Evander Holyfield's a legend. But realistically, yeah. Evander Holyfield's handler because he has a handler. He's not all there anymore. Oh, for real? I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not all there anymore. Like he's been punched in the face by some massive men. Yeah. And when you've had that many fights, that many wars, and you're that age, you can't get hit no more. Like when you seen v- Vitor hit him and he stumbled and held on to the ropes because his legs went stiff. Yeah, this he's sixty years old. This shouldn't be happening. I mean, the fight shouldn't even be allowed. Actually, oh, this should. You not know, I don't understand. Even even the Mike Tyson fight against Roger, it, it, 
it shouldn't even been happening. They they shouldn't be allowed to fight to get a license to fight. They should, you know. Now, if they sign up to do a gentlemanly sparring contest, which I believe that's exactly what that was. Yeah. If Mike Mike Tyson, it was in significantly better shape than Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson yeah. would still crack. Like yeah, like we should. He he was holding his punches for sure. Oh, if you want, could have knocked Roy out in the first round. It would have been done. Yeah, done. Yeah, done. But like they they ripped some body shots and stuff like that. But nothing. Yeah, was hard. You should have just said, "Hey, no, exactly. This is two legends that are going to get in the ring, and we're going to spar." I still would have paid for it. Exactly. Yeah, and we would have, you know, known it was going to be a little lighter because they say uh, it's proven that the, the when you get old, the first thing that that goes is your reflexes. Yeah. After that, the speed and the very last thing is power. Yep. So you, you keep power for a long time. So for sure, Mike Tyson still hits like a truck. One of the hardest hitters in boxing history is Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're watching him rip pads, he's still agile. He can still do that peekaboo boxing style. It, no problem. Explosive. Oh yeah, and you see the power. Yeah. It's second nature to him. So if he wants to coil around and come up with a left hook, he's going to hammer you with that left hook. He knows no other way to throw it. Exactly. You're, yo, exactly. You're done. Like if, if Jake Paul wants to fight somebody who's over the hill and in his weight class, go fight Mike Tyson. Yeah. Do it. Because Michael, Michael, I mean, yeah. him. He'll, he'll smash him. It's not even close. Oh, no. <laughs> he's gonna run away for the whole time. He's gonna be so scared for sure. If Jake Paul hits Mike Tyson, twenty year old Mike Tyson's coming out. We don't know how long we're getting it for, but it's gonna be long the enough. Flash of a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. <laughs> I wish uh, it would happen. Oh man, that would be a hell of a fight. Well, what do we got for timer? I'm gonna get you out of here, man. You probably got another training session coming up today. Yep, tonight. Yeah, okay. going. Rest up, get your get your stuff together, and get ready for that training session. Uh, the fight will be November fifth. Where's it going to be held? In the Saint Saint, so close to Montreal. Yeah, close to Montreal. New Era Boxing Promotion is that the name of the promotion? Exactly. Yeah. So you can find them. I I believe it's New Era Boxing on Instagram. Yeah. Don't get don't get angry at me, Yawn, or just or just search up <laughs> Pellerin, and uh, you'll find it on there. Um, exactly. So once this once it gets released on how we can watch it, I'll definitely blast it out. You blast it out. Yeah. Uh, best of luck against the boogeyman. Keep your hands up. Thank and you. Down because he's a dangerous dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's coming. I know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> do you have any sponsors you want to shout out before you get out of here? Uh, no, they're all good. They're all French, so they won't understand. So you it's know, because your sponsors will understand, so you better shout them out. Uh, Location Accès Crédit, Petrol Belanger. It's my two main sponsors helping me there, giving me a car and uh, money to eat and just train full time. You know, what kind of car? Lucky. Oh, it's a Buick, but uh, it's a it's one of the newer models. So it, it's, not, it's not electric, is it? No, 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 no. no. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. I would <laughs> tell you guys that are putting out those electric cars, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you very much for your time today. Best yeah, of luck. My pleasure, man. Thank I'll you. be watching. All right. Guys, Good. that's the final shot. All right. See you soon.